Hello and welcome to another episode of Pump the Brakes. I'm the host, Eric Evans. Today is Mailbag Monday. Um, we will also be talking a little Major League Baseball postseason, which I'm going to start the show with. Uh, we'll do a little Week 6 recap. I'm not going to tell you my pick fives because I don't know how they suck so freaking bad. Um, I am solo today as Ham is at some convention in Texas. I don't know what the hell he's doing out there, honestly. But hopefully he'll be back on the show on Thursday. And it's Mailbag Monday. Let's go. Okay, so first, obviously I'm going to lead the show with my Philadelphia Phillies making the National League Championship Series. And um, I want to say I'm a little shocked. But since the playoffs started, I'm not really that shocked. Um, We said on the bike, I love them to beat the Cardinals. I said it multiple times. I mean, again, if you're going to give me Wheeler and Nola versus anybody in a three-game series, I like the chances. Um, And it wasn't even a knock on the Cardinals, but I just knew that that rotation wasn't going to match up against the Phillies, and I I loved the Phillies in that series. Um, I did pick the Braves, so I suppose that's where, you know, I guess technically I can say I'm a little shocked. Um, But again, Ham and I said on the podcast months ago, like, as much as we love the Braves, are you going to trust a rookie, Spencer Strider, who is – unbelievable like are you going to trust him in a playoff game and that essentially was the swing game I thought they were going to throw him game two and they ended up throwing him game three and they just they rocked him and obviously that changed that was the series I am almost speechless like this is peak Philadelphia sports right now like I don't know Something is going to go horribly wrong, and it's going to happen very soon. And I picked the Cowboys solely for that reason. Just stuff is too good right now. It's going to fuck up eventually. But I don't think it's going to fuck up in Major League Baseball against the San Diego Padres. Like, the Padres are a damn good club, and on paper, they are one of the best rosters in the entire league. But... They haven't clicked yet, which sounds really scary as they just beat the Dodgers and the Mets um, to get this far. But I feel like I should be way more afraid of them if you look with Soto and Machado and Darvish and just they're loaded. But it's just one of those weird years where, like, how are you... How can you watch the Phillies play this postseason and think they're not going to beat the San Diego Padres? I just, I don't think, and this isn't even me being homer. It's just one of those years. Like, when the stars align, like, you could just tell. And right now, the stars are aligned in Philadelphia, and I couldn't be fucking happier about it. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to give me Wheeler and Nola four times in a seven game series and now get I get it Darvish Musgrove Clevenger like they're nasty back of the bullpen Hader seems like he's got his shit figured out but again uh, Phillies in five they're gonna win it at home 
Philly losing five. On the other side, we got game five tonight between the Guardians and the Yankees. Uh, Aaron Savale versus Jamison Tyone. Um, the game is in New York. Tyone was on the mound when the Guardians came back um, in extra innings. Scored the two runs in the 10th. He was on the mound for that. Um, so he officially hasn't thrown an inning yet. But he is 0-1, and that was in, in this series, obviously. The bullpen for the Guardians has hardly been used. Class A and Karen Jack has only pitched a few innings each, uh, and none the last two games. Uh, I, if you're going to give me the Guardians plus 135, I kind of like that. I like Savale more than Tyone. Obviously, the, the Yankees lineup is far more potent than what the Guardians are trotting out there. But, I mean, just for them to even be here. If you're a Cleveland fan, you just got to be ecstatic at the progress of what this team has done, especially with the expectations that they had coming into the season. You know, no Lindor, you do end up locking up Jose. Like, what a great fucking year for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Guardians tonight. I'm going to say Guardians 4, Yankees 2. Class A and Karen Check are going to throw, like, at least three innings. I would say two innings each. and Because if you need to, man, they're so locked down. Guardians 4, Yankees 2. Jose with a two-run home run. Lock it in. Oh, and before I move on, I'm all for pimping home runs. I'm all for letting players celebrate. But what Josh Taylor did was a little excessive. Like, if you want to do that when you get the home plate and call Garrett Cole your son, or if you want to do it in the dugout, okay, but doing it around the entire base path is excessive. And I know it's the playoffs and you don't want to take a chance on getting ejected early. But he's definitely going to... They're going to retaliate in some manner, I would imagine. Because that was ridiculous. Alright, week six of the NFL. Almost in the books. We got one game left. How are the fucking Broncos on primetime again? This is ridiculous. I don't even want to watch the fucking game. It's unbelievable. Anyway, we have the Broncos at the Chargers. I hope the Chargers just kick the shit out of them. Because I'm so annoyed with watching the Broncos and Russell fucking Wilson. I'm so sick of it. The line on that game is four and a half. I'm laying it. I love the Chargers tonight. Mainly, actually, I don't love the Chargers. I just despise the Broncos. Their offense stinks. And I'm just sick of watching them play football. I'm sick of them shoving it down our throats. Like, it's so annoying. Uh, I'm not going to dive too much into this as talking to myself is pretty weird. Um, so we'll we'll do a lot of this on Thursday. Um, shout out, Eagles. They started, they made that ending a little closer than it should have been. But only undefeated team in the league taking down Dallas at home. I did think that was going to be a letdown game. Again, mainly just because there was so much going right in Philly sports. I was just ready for a letdown. The Bucks again, look horrible. They just, I'm really trying hard not to panic. But there's going to be a week where we're going to have to start panicking and be like, okay, this team just isn't very good right now. And they do not look like a good football team. The Ravens are the worst second-half fucking football team I've ever seen 
It's just unbelievable. There's three games that they have lost. They were up 35-14 to on the Dolphins with 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Lost. At halftime, well, with nine seconds left in the second half, they're up 20-3 to against the Bills. Lost. Yesterday, up 20-10 to with six minutes left. Lost. It's unbelievable what this team is doing. They are so fucking disappointing. They should be so much better than they actually are. Bills Chiefs, obviously game of the week. Started off very slow, very slow, 10-10 at halftime. Um, and finally, Josh Allen, you know, I use that term lightly, like finally Josh Allen did something. Um, but going to Arrowhead, beating Mahomes and the Chiefs, like that's got to be the biggest one of his career. And they are the real fucking deal. You know, they're the most talented team in football. I don't think that's a, a stretch, obviously. Um, and the fact that they're still doing this with all of these injuries that they're going through, it's it's very impressive. And, again, I, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. It's not crazy by any means. They are 5-1, and one, and they're the best team in football. No doubt about it. Well, go Birds. Again, this is probably going to be another topic that we'll just discuss in more detail on Thursday. Um what a scene it was in Knoxville as Tennessee beat Alabama. You got 102,000 people trying to rush the field and stealing goalposts and throwing it in the river, which I don't know what the point of that was. But as much as I fucking hate Tennessee, that game was awesome. Um, I looked today, and you can get them at 35-1 to 1 still to win the national championship. And now I know the road is not as easy as it is for other teams. Because they're going to have to go through another gauntlet. But 35-1, to goddamn. That seems worth a little sprinkle. Again, we'll get into that. Michigan beat the horse shit out of Penn State. LSU actually looked pretty good against Florida. Again, we'll dive into all of this in more detail on Thursday. All right, let's kick it off. It's fucking Mailbag Monday. Let's go. The first question is from Jason. Corn dog or a regular glizzy? And I fucking swear to God, if anybody around me calls a hot dog a glizzy, I will sabotage your life. I will karate chop you right in the esophagus so you can't ever speak again. It's a fucking hot dog. Which is the correct answer. A hot dog. You fucking idiots. This question is from Andrew. How will Eric Evans celebrate a World Series and a Super Bowl in the same year? Buddy, let me tell you something. I don't want to get ahead of myself because I don't want to mentally be set up for this letdown and heartbreak, which I'm already preparing myself for. You think I'll go crazy if one of them wins. Obviously, the Phillies would win first. So if the Philly, if, if, if the Phillies win the World Series... And then the Eagles win the Super Bowl in February. I I don't even know what to say. I'd go to jail. I'll go to jail. I'd be locked up. I wouldn't be the guy at the parade eating poop. I I just I don't know what I would do. It would be unbelievable. Just let's just get there. Let's just get there. Let's beat the Padres, and then we can we could discuss this in more detail. Beat the Padres. This is from TJ. Can the Guardians pull it off in New York? Yeah, man. I'm picking them. 4-2. I, 
Again, it's more of a value play. I like plus 135. I like the bullpen better. I think they can get the tie on pretty early. Um, yeah, I'm going Guardians tonight. Here's a couple questions from our boy Will. Is Tua back too early from injury? I'm not a doctor, buddy, but if they are clearing him and you're the Dolphins, you want that guy to play because he's much better than Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. Uh, But I guess time will tell and we'll see. And I know people think, and I don't mean think as if they're wrong, like what happened to Tua is very, very serious injury and it's very scary. And again, I'll say it again. I didn't even think it was a head injury because with the way his hands were crippled, I felt like he had broke his finger. So this is serious. But if the doctor is clearing an athlete to play, all athletes are mentally built to play. So I'm all for him getting back in there. Uh, He also asked about the Guardians and what it's going to take for them to finish the Yankees. I already discussed that. I just plus 135. You're going to give me an advantage on the bullpen in a game like this where you're probably going to pull these starters out in two or three innings or the first time anything gets a little shaky. I I want the team with the better bullpen. Um, And who do I have in the Phillies-Padres series? Buddy, come on now. Phil's in five. All right, these next couple questions are from Ashton. First question he asks, a basketball question, which I love. Nuggets over under 49 and a half wins. And the Nuggets over and the Magic over 27 are your basketball locks. Um, he also asked Padres, Phillies, and Indian or whoa, Guardians, Yankees. I've already gone over that. Can the Padres or Phillies stay hot enough to win the World Series in a seven-game series? Of course they can. Anything in baseball can happen. Um, obviously, the Astros are the favorites as well they should be. That's my pick. I think the Astros are going to win the World Series. If I needed to place money on a for a mortgage, I'm picking them. I get it. But, of course, the Padres or Phillies can absolutely beat them, the Yankees, the Guardians, 100%. Um, Eagles' close call. Best team in the NFC through six. Can it hold through 16, which I think you mean 17 now. Weeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as they can stay healthy, of course. Um Again, I've said it multiple times. I don't truly believe they are the best team in the NFL. But through six weeks, they have played the best football. Again, it's all going to come down to health, as it always does. But right now, yeah, they're definitely the NFC favorites. They have to be. This next question is from Robbie. Is it true that the Mets won as many playoff games as the Almighty Braves and Dodgers? And yes, it is true. And I hope all three of you guys have fun watching the Phillies in the NLCS, bitches. And we're going to save the best for last. These questions are from Kevin. Um, He's going to start with, can Philly win it all? Of course they can. Um, What's the highest bar tab you ever had? Um, Just me solo? Um, probably around $200, I would say, you know, but I don't go to like expensive places. So, you know, I'm, these are four five, six dollar drinks, you know, with a couple round of shot. Now, that seems a lot that might have food in it. I don't know. Hell, when 
<laughs> when you and Ham were down here, we racked up $500 at LBC. So I guess that's got to be pretty close. Are you going trick-or-treating on Halloween? Uh, well, I'm going to have to see what uh, what the little one is planning on doing. Usually Halloween, I let that be with mom, with the other little kids. She's got two other children, you know. Mine has a brother and sister, so I, I usually just let them do all that. Tennessee fans stealing the goalpost and throwing in the river. Classy or not? Well, obviously it's not classy, but it's fucking awesome, I guess. Like, I don't blame them. If, if I was a Tennessee fan and I just saw a bunch of people in the ugliest orange I've ever seen in my life with a goalpost and they're saying, hey, we're going to throw it in the river, I'm fucking going with them, of course. And what an awesome video. <laughs> the, the president of, uh, I guess, football operations at the University of Tennessee said he will pay that $100,000 fine every year. And you know what? Cheers to you, my man. That's fucking awesome. Well, so much for saving the best for last. I just got one more mailbag question out of nowhere. From my man, E-Step. Bucks offensive struggles. Is it left witch or is it Brady's timing being off? Um, It's a lot of things right now. Uh, they've had, obviously, so many injuries offensively, especially at the receiver position, where, yeah, that is going to affect your timing, your chemistry. Now, I know Brady and Evans and Godwin, they've all played together. And it shouldn't be that big of an issue. But with a new coaching staff, like the whole, as much as you want to believe that Arians is still there and the philosophies haven't changed that much, like if I'm a new head coach and I'm taking over a team, and if, even if I was on the staff prior, like now this is my team. I don't want to just do everything that Arians did. I want my own fingerprints on this offense. Um, I know Bowles isn't like calling all of the plays. I'm well aware of that. But if you don't think he's got some effect on what Leftwich is doing in in their meetings and stuff like that, like you're just that's not true. He definitely is. And something is obviously different. They they are not running the ball at all. And now we knew that the offensive line was probably going to struggle coming into this year because they're just they're injured. You know, nobody wants to make excuses in the NFL or in any sport, especially an injury excuse. But there comes a point where it's not an excuse anymore. And when you're playing with all of these backups, you're just not going to be as good. Like, it's just how it is. You know, I've been dealing with this shit for the Eagles for like the last three years. Like, when you have seven backups starting offensively, yeah, your offense is probably going to suck. You know, there was one year, the entire Eagles offensive line were backups. And they struggled. No shit. You know, when you're missing Mike Evans, when you're missing Chris Godwin, when Julio hasn't played at all, you're missing three starters on the offensive line. Yeah, you know what? You're probably not going to score a whole lot of points until everybody's healthy. So as much as everybody wants to panic, which, you know, I said there's going to be a time where you're, you're going to want to panic. And as each week goes by, you're getting closer to the panic button, but you're also getting closer to just being healthy. And when they're healthy, and you have Tom Brady, and it's mid-December, they're probably not going to lose a whole lot of football games. So, pump the brakes. They will be fine. It's going to be ugly getting there, but once they're there, you know, it, it, again, it's Brady in December. You'll be fine. That is going to do it for this episode of Pump the Brakes. 
Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, review, all the fun things. Share it. Tell your friends. Um, and we will see you Thursday. Cheers. Cheers.